this is episode five, and this is Polite Ratchetness. I'm Micah. I'm Aisha. I'm Gigi. All right, y'all. So we're going to go into uh, just give a recap of last week's episode. If you have not listened to it, go right ahead. And we're also going to dive into parenting, the joys of being a parent. <laughs> Ding! Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about a lot of good stuff. I know one of the things, like, um, just at, like, the beginning, Michael, okay. when you were saying last week, um, just about, and I know everybody had been hitting up y'all in Moss, like, she need to drop this dude, like, forget this dude, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I agree, but I feel like I understand, Michael, your situation on a little bit more of a different tip, like a spiritual tip, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I understand it from that aspect. <clears throat> and so, you know, the most I can say as far as like with that situation, that specific topic y'all talked about, I just feel like, you know, seek God about everything, you know, and what you feel like we said this before, like a woman's intuition, that thing is real. Yeah. Like it is real. We have mm-hmm. to go by yeah. our intuitions, intuitions and as much as we be like, we want to deny it or, you know, whatever, you know, reason why we don't want to listen to what that thing in the back of our head and our spirit is telling us listen to it because our yep. intuitions be right majority of the time it they are a hundred percent right 90 to 100 percent correct well yeah just like what as far as that situation because i know everybody want to know like what happened like did you have you said anything like yeah well well basically um first of all i want to thank everyone for uh being concerned and reaching out and uh, whether it was a comment or a text or whatever it was. Um, but no, I'm good, y'all. It was just basically uh, a point in my life where, you know, you have to realize that you're not as strong mm-hmm. and be able to accept the fact that it's okay to, you know, have a not a weak moment, but come to a realization that you deserve better. Whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's whatever it is, things, you know, and so I, uh, so yeah, so I am, uh, I'm grateful to all of you, but the situation has, um, has still not changed. I have, you know, they, they still blocked and I, it's crazy because last night I had a dream and they were present and they were packing up their things and leaving. Mm. So, Ooh. um, who is they? Who is they? Like, who, who is that? Uh-uh. The person that I blocked. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. the person that I blocked uh, was getting their things and they were leaving and they just kind of looked and stared at me and I'm just like, yeah, grab that, grab mm-hmm. that. And, um, and they just walked on and then it jumped, my dreams jumped to something else. So, that was uh, very pivotal for me. And when I woke up, I was just like, mm, okay. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. Yeah. And I, um, and mind you, I don't have dreams about that person a lot. It's for some reason they're not in my subconscious, but when they do pop up in there, it's just something that either I need to learn from or just mm-hmm. adhere to of what, you know, is happening in my reality. So, um, but no, everything's peachy. Y'all know I don't let no person stop no show. It's just, you know, I, I love hard and I, uh, when I give to someone else, I expect the same in return, if not more, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of women, we should do the same because we shouldn't settle for uh, just the, 
the the small things and just for the the norm not the normal the regular things we should be expecting extraordinary things and um yeah i just yeah it was just a time that i needed to decompress that that podcast was definitely therapeutic because after uh we talked about it it was like a weight lifted you know what i'm saying and so i was able to um just kind of think and dissect on what you know was said and i actually had to go back and listen to it yes i we do listen to our own podcast by the way um but i did have to listen to it and still take it as a listen to it as a listener rather than a person who was speaking about it so um but yeah so i'm grateful to all of you and uh yeah i'm straight y'all no worries you know things are still popping and moving i'm great i'm still popping and and you know goals are still being accomplished so we straight over here and you know mikey you say that because i've said before like i feel like for me god selects so they say like on the world everybody doesn't have you know a person but i feel like god selects his ones his kids his angels to be connected with somebody else that's why our hearts are the way our hearts are because they're meant for somebody else's heart that's the same as ours yeah so you just gotta just like listen what i did i know for me i was like y'all know what i went through like with my ex like Mm -hmm. how it was that was just such a toxic relationship i mean y'all were there you and aisha were there front center yeah (laughs) so that was toxic but i know for me i began to like after i left that relationship i was like god i don't want to be with no man i don't want no man i'm not saying that's you know what you say but i'm just like for me I don't want no man. I'm, you know, concentrating on me and Milani. I had a whole plan set up. I was like, okay, I'm gonna move back home with my mama. I'm gonna rack up about ten thousand dollars, so I know I have enough for a down deposit for my house. We gonna move back to Atlanta. We gonna get my get our house, and we just gonna live our life. You know, just me and her. That's it. Right. And so, God was like, no, nah. <laughs> like, no, that's not mm-hmm. the plan I have for you because I, I mean, it was hard when I first started dating Prince, it was really hard for me because I, first of all, I didn't want to be with a man, or I didn't want to be with a woman either, but I didn't want to be with a man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I didn't want to make that clear. I didn't want to be with a man, oh, but so, like, when he brought Prince in, like, Prince, he kind of showed me in a, a different light because we came, we became friends before we even started a relationship. So that God knew if I was jumping into something, it wasn't going to be something easy, you know? And when he did start to let me know, you know, he was, he was liking me. I was like, well, you don't understand. I have a lot of, I have a brick wall with cement and it's cast iron and you're, it's not, I'm not breakable. Like you're not going to break me. So he was like, well, I'm going to chill at it one, one day at a time. And so that's kind of where we end up being. But, you know, I was just focused on me. I was just focused on, I wasn't worried about no man at all. So I I know from a toxic relationship coming to where I am now, I I look back and I'd be like, dang, you know. And I know we've all had, I know Aisha too, like we've all had those where we like, dang, you know, we get out and we did, we're looking back and we're like, you know, that was just toxic. I mean, yeah. That was oh, yeah. just a toxic relationship. So, Micah, you got mm-hmm. this. Your heart is made of gold, oh. you know, and it is for real. Micah, you have you, uh, all three of us, but Micah, you have such, like, a sweet heart, and that is oh, meant to be shared with someone, Absolutely. and it's going to be the right one. Oh, you thanks, know? guys. So, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Get that out there, yeah. Yeah. I love Micah's. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I agree with Gigi on that. Yeah. yeah. We've had our fair share of cries. Mm. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? For real. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, she right. And I think also too, um, with those toxic relationships and those, you know, bad moments, it really puts in perspective what you do and you don't want in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So it's not it doesn't go in vain. I mean, I know when you're in it, you're like, oh my God, this is the worst, you know, and you kind of like, like you did Gigi right off, like, I don't want no relationship. And, you know, you're just trying to focus on yourself, which actually is what you're supposed to do. You yes. don't want to go from one relationship to the next because yep. you don't give you a chance, you know, you don't give yourself a time to heal or a chance right. to heal. And that's when, you know, a lot of relationships, you know, a lot of people in relationships collide because you're bringing your baggage from the old relationship who knows what they're bringing with them and now uh -huh. you guys are just fighting when it really the fight is not even really about y'all it's about what the past uh -huh. you know what i mean what you went through in the past right so i think that's definitely um something that people need to do like if you got out of a a, a bad relationship or a toxic relationship or a draining you know a uh, partnership with somebody you absolutely need that time to be by yourself and just yeah. To heal, but also get to know yourself because yes, a lot of us get relationships. Yeah, because a lot of us get in relationships thinking, "Oh, I know what I want," and then we get in our relationship, and that person gives it to us, or either we don't know what we want and we don't know how to communicate to that person, but we expect them to just know. Right? Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Like, yeah. this person comes from a whole different background, a whole set mm -hmm. of different morals and values. Yeah. They look at some in a different perspective. So they look at things differently than what you look at it. So when you get with somebody, you got to be able to communicate, hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Once you get out of those bad relationships, it really is at the moment. Yeah. It's like, this is, it's, you're done. Like, you're, yes. like, you're, you know what I mean? Like, you just hurt upset bitter mad but then once you actually you know calm down and start to move forward now you can look back and be like okay this had right. to happen for a reason right like, mm -hmm. you know what i mean so and then and then so. most definitely because like i've noticed since you know the i guess separation if you will um you know my focus has been on other things you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. focusing on the things that I want to accomplish my business, um, businesses and, um, just really focusing on what Micah needs to do next, you know, and not really thinking about, Oh, what are we going to do? Or, you know, because I just read yeah. this meme earlier and it was like, uh, somebody was basically saying like, as soon as you meet somebody after a week, y'all already be planning like marriage right. and having a, having a family. Yeah. And they was like, yeah, you need to go ahead and talk to your therapist, ask your therapist about that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it sucks because yes, when you get that good thing or what you think is a good thing at that point in time, you do start to wonder and you do start to plan for the future, but not even looking at the present or the red flags because you're so yeah. yeah and the shoulda coulda woulda or like we mentioned in the last episode the potential of that person and you're not even paying attention to what's actually in front of you even if it does suck and it does look like crap but um it's just it just you have to open your eyes to what's really important and what you deserve and what um is healthy you mm -hmm. know for yourself um to move and grow so I, like I said, I'm straight and, you know, things are pushing and uh, things are opening up and opportunities are coming to not only my way, but 
to everyone listening as well as Aisha and Gigi. Like things are coming our way and yeah. once we mm-hmm. we take the remove our egos and let a higher higher power take the reins of our lives, it's you know, you can't even the things that are coming you can't even imagine. Yeah. So um yeah man. Yeah. That is so that is that is so so interesting because i you know i hear people say and i said all the time like keep myself busy because that's like the best way you know what i'm saying to to get your mind off of anything and get your grind on at the same time i but at one point i know i said that and then i was like at at, so for example at night when you're you know trying to get some sleep and trying to get Mm -hmm. some rest if you can't go right to sleep you know, and sometimes our minds will start to think about, you know, things like even a, yeah. a situation or anything. I, for myself, what I do, I'm I'm so like, uh, I'm not so spiritual, I'm not going to say so spiritual, but I'm, I am a spiritual person. So yeah. I believe in God and, you know, his works and wonders that are on the world. I believe he's, you know, he's still actively here with us. Right. So just get into like a, a spiritual space. Yeah, you know, instead of like thinking of the negative or whatever this could have happened or that or whatever, just get into a spiritual space when you're not busy, when you are by yourself, and when you are alone. Just take yourself back into like a, a try to get into like a spiritual realm, and sometimes that just consists of closing your eyes, you know. So yeah, that helps me for me. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely like I also read that you. Um, you know, you can be sleeping a good old four or five hours and all of a sudden your eyes just open up. Yeah. And I read that that's the time that's God waking you up and basically saying, hey, can you spend some time with me real quick and just pray so you can't go back to sleep? But it's it's one of those things that you just need to dive into your own um areas of your life that makes you feel whole yeah makes you feel Mm -hmm. at peace and makes you feel that um things that don't you things don't have to be as as chaotic as they may seem yeah so yeah i agree and uh and another thing i think um especially more so for women um i'm coming to the realization that we need to be more selfish Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, yes. we, we do because we give so much of ourselves to relationships to everybody else and we're taught that oh to be a good woman you got to put yourself on the back burner mm-hmm. you got to put everybody first and all of that and I've seen time and time again that that has gotten us our ass kicked like uh-huh. that's gotten us yeah. in the last playlist you know what I mean like yep. if you think about all the women that are in successful relationships they're kind of selfish in a way because they have a standard of what they want and they don't take nothing less than that and they get those type of relationships that they ask for because yep. they put themselves first yeah. now, I'm not sitting here saying you get into a relationship with somebody and you don't care about the other person's needs no mm-hmm. I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is women we need to start looking at what we do want in a relationship and what we don't want and stop looking for potential or stop looking mm-hmm. to build a man or you know what i mean like or take the sacrifices exactly oh yeah you know what i mean or you know you see who you know who's presented in front of you take that person for who they are and and look at and say do i want to deal with this if this is not what you want then you need to move on so many times we get we we know the red flags are there we see them but we ignore them for love or we ignore them because we think we can change them or whatever the case may be and it's like that's how you get fucked up. Like, uh-huh. that's how you end up getting your feelings hurt. And 
feeling like you know feeling like you got used and played played at the end well if you just went with like we talked about if you went with your intuition Mm -hmm. and you looked at the red flags and took the red flags for what they were you wouldn't have caught you wouldn't have been in that position in the first place you want to realize okay this is not for me but even saying that that comes with experience like you have to go through a couple of bad relationships to realize okay yeah this ain't for me this ain't it this ain't it like i seen this i seen this play before uh-uh, I'm good. <laughs> do y'all think that has a lot to do with like daddy issues though? Like, you know, they yeah. say when the male Most presence definitely. is not there, you know, yeah. then daddy and mommy is seeking. Yep, yeah, both. All how we date and how we perceive relationships all starts with our first relationship, and that's with our parents. Yeah. You know, so yeah, absolutely. That that shit plays a, a huge, huge role or whatever. And just like a lot of times, like for instance, a lot of women, um, they'll stay in an abusive relationship longer than they're supposed to because they seen their mom do it and they think that that's normal. You know what right. I mean? Oh, I'm a, you know what I mean? And then also going back to like how we're groomed as women to be wives and just take everybody's shit. Yeah. That's your, that's, you know, that's what society tells us a good woman is. Oh, you're just supposed to take it. A man going to be a man. You deal with it. Yeah. You, you, you know, you supposed to be the house, you know, you lead the household, you take care of that man. And long as he coming home to you and all that old Mm-mm. bullshit and he paying nah. the bills, it's it gives them a license to just do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And that's what that's what was, you know, programmed into a lot of women's minds. So a lot of times they stay in relationships well past the due date. Like yep. this, this yeah. shit expired 10 years ago, but you're staying for whatever reason because of somebody, you know, I mean, this is what's been programmed into you, or you got kids. That's Comfort, one of the yeah. yeah, and that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make. They say, "Oh, I'm gonna stay for the kids." So you're staying, you're teaching your kids to be unhappy in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what you're teaching because a lot of people when they say that they don't they don't think they really think about what they're saying. They're just really? saying it, and I'm like, once you stop and think about it, so you're teaching your kid is okay to get treated like this. You're teaching your kid it's okay to not be a man and take care of his responsibilities or you're teaching your kid that it's okay to put his hands on mommy or daddy you know what i mean like this is what you're subliminally telling these kids you may not necessarily verbally be telling them that but this is what they're seeing and i hate to say it kids don't go by what you say they go by what they see yeah people need to start thinking about some of the some of the 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 way we are programmed, the way we perceive things, you know what I mean? And really start thinking at it from a different angle than what we've been taught. Right. So, yeah, right. that's facts. And so I am a doggy parent, a peekapoo Bashad Fritz uh, parent. And, uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> and I have been for the past 11 years. Ooh. Uh, yes. And I have one little baby and she is... My rock, my heart and soul, my angel, my uh my peacekeeper and my peace disruptor. So uh <laughs> yeah. So how about y'all? Well, I'm a mother of two. Uh my oldest is 18 and my youngest is 14, going on 50. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it be for real. She really is like she she thinks she's since she was a baby, she thought she was the parent. Which there's nothing I could do about it. That's literally her personality. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, and while I absolutely love both my babies, I absolutely do. Um, it's it's not always been easy. It isn't because you don't 
you only how can I put this? The only example you have is what you were taught. You see what I'm saying? And I know a lot yeah. of times, you know, you can sit here and say, okay, well, I don't want to be this type of parent or I do want to be this type of parent. But if you, you don't have no resources to like say, how can I be this type of parent? Yeah. It's just, you, you're winging it. And a lot of us are winging it as parents. And it's, it's rough, you know, because no matter how much you try your best, you're going to, you're going to hurt somebody. You see what I'm saying? Like there are going to be moments where it's like, damn, I did that wrong. Or you even get your feelings hurt as a parent. You know what I mean? Cause you sit mm. here thinking you're doing your best and you know, the kids are like, all right, this ain't working. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of hard. And I don't come from that school of, you know, kids, you know, kids don't need to be heard. You know what I mean? Heard or seen. They just need yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. And that do as I say type of thing. I don't come yeah. from that because these are human beings Correct. that are going to grow up being adults. You see what Correct. I'm saying? And while me understanding, you know, how trauma works and how, people how your childhood plays a, a part in you growing up mm -hmm. i'm trying to navigate being the best parent and i don't think there is a perfect parent out there mm -hmm. but you're still trying to be the perfect parent you see what i'm mm -hmm. saying so yeah it's 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 beautiful it's a beautiful mess let's put it like that it's hey, a beautiful mess that's a great so, way to put it yeah that's, that's it I, I have just milani my one one and only child right now. She is nine. She'll be 10 in December. So I agree with you, Aisha, 100%. Um, like she said, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's no perfect parent. And I grew up from a military background. My dad, I'm a military brat. So my dad, you know, he when he was there, because he had to, he was stationed a lot. And we used to move with him, yeah. you know, when we would, when we would be stationed um, with him. But when he, um, after a while, I think they started noticing that we were just like really tired. So he, he continued to like do tours in Iraq and stuff like that. But I was raised mostly by my mom um, with help from my dad when he was there. But that military, being a military brat, oh, we, y'all, mm. the military brats, no, it is no joke. Like you, like, <clears throat> they're very um, strict when it comes to a lot of stuff. Uh, like it's military style. We stayed on the base, so like our beds was made. <laughs> mm. You made your bed when you got up. You made sure your teeth was washed and brushed. You know, like you, it was all like. I mean, you had to do that still, but like it was just it's it's different than not having a military parent. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. my parents were very open for the for the most part. They we were allowed to express ourselves in certain ways, so they weren't just like, oh, you know, you can't say anything. We were allowed to express how we felt. Yeah. But uh, and that's what I I do with Milani. Like I guess I've learned those traits from them, allowing her yeah. to express how she feels. Um. So like I used to say, but it's no perfect parent. I know I am not a perfect parent, y'all. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I got some stories for days. About <laughs> we all do. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even say a Lord. But listen, it, they just—they nobody's a perfect parent. That's all I can say. Aisha's right. Yeah. So. It's, and it's and a lot of times, um, it's funny because as I'm getting older now, now I'm coming up with like I'm coming into like um doctors that teach you how to do this gentle parenting and oh yeah like the parental one-on-one guys and yeah. stuff yeah. and while some of that is it works mm -hmm. you gotta really know the child you're dealing with um yeah. <laughs> so true. like yeah, yeah. And, and the thing about it is it 
being a parent, like why we want to be so gentle and sweet and loving and kind. Them little niggas be wanting it. They be, <laughs> they be testing your gangster. Like they really do. Like, especially my little one. Like y'all know, Anise. Yeah. Oh, brother. Like, listen, I can't. But my thing is, this is my point. That's their that's her personality. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, how do you not change her, but kind of mold her? You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's hard. It, it really, really is. And like Lily is there too. And that's the thing too. I have two totally different kids. Like Lily, my oldest, she's real reserved. She likes to stay by herself. She's, she's kind of like, I don't, I'm not going to say she's, she kind of listens like she mm-hmm. listens and does what she says even though she's she got her sneakiness to her and i told her about it mm-hmm. but she's you know what i mean she's like the more reserved child anisa on the other hand is the, the let's get it popping child like yeah she's been <laughs> what's good she, what's good like y'all know when she had her issue like you know what i mean like she was getting in trouble in school but i couldn't be mad at her because she's that that's her like you're not gonna talk to her any type of way but that's Girl, my point because it's like what could I, my mom was upset and there was nothing i could do it was just like <laughs> i don't know what to say like they were wrestling play fighting of course anise was the instigator because she always start her mess and Lily got tired of her mess. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Lily's real reserved, but don't get it twisted. Like, when she had enough, she had a damn enough. Mm-hmm. But Anise, I guess, you know, partially being a little sister and her personality, she was she's always kind of, like, attacking her older sister. Oh, God. And she just, she'll keep going and going and going until you get tired. And then when you flip, now we really fighting. You know what I mean? <laughs> now we really fighting. And... It's, I, I'll never forget that day. I was at work and I'm just sitting there like, I don't know, like what, what am I supposed to do? Right. Like what, what what do you want me to do? My mom yelling, she pissed off. <laughs> they was they looking like, I don't know. You know, Lily was like, I was just minding my business. I need to come attack me out now. No like and that's what I'm talking about, like certain things like that. Like I know siblings are gonna have fights or whatever, yes. but it's like that left me in a moment of what like I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I know sometimes my defense mechanism is just to like, okay, like fuck it, forget it. Like it's like I leave it undone because I really don't know. No, what to do. what to do. Yeah. I don't. You know what I mean? And I know that's not the best way, but sometimes like that's how I deal with things. Like if I don't know what to do, I ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Hey, so, yeah, I get it. I'll talk with them or whatever, but then it's like, okay, once we talk, what's what's after that? You know right. what I mean? Right. So. She's crazy. Yeah, well, that's how I am with Lonnie because I know with her, she um, Lonnie got a smart. Lonnie can have a smart mouth. Lonnie is the sweetest kid. She is hilarious. She is funny. She's so sweet. But with me, I know she'll try to have the smart mouth thing. And she's only nine, and I feel like she's going through things that like thirteen and fourteen year olds go through. So I'm like, God, if this is gonna be the thirteen and fourteen year old stage. Let it be this, and I don't want to do it. Then you know when she turns that age, but mm-hmm. she um. Like with her, I know one thing. I have been seeing a life counselor, not the same guy I had before. I miss him. Oh, but God. he hit oh, me up no. three or four times because he was ass. like, no, I would love to do it. He was, <laughs> he was, so he was like, quit that job. Like, he was so <laughs> tired. He was so cool. Like, I love him, man. I love him. He was cool. 
But no, I have a new lady now, and she's um she's real real cool. But you know, I was letting her know too. I was just like, you know, I um I have a well well control over my anger because before you know I couldn't control my anger. Mm -hmm. When I got mad, I just got mad. That's just what yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So like now um. You know, things don't really phase me. I thank God that he's pushed me to that part of my life where things don't phase me. I won't get upset. I won't get agitated as quick as I used to. But um, what, Milani? Ooh-wee. Because I know, yeah. so the first, now the only reason why I say that is because she's, like, going through this phase where she's, like, feeling herself. So yeah. I told her to do something. And, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I shouldn't have, the, the household I was raised in, if I was yeah. told once, that was once. It wasn't three, four times. Like, that's it. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. three, four times. It was just one. So for me to have to keep telling you three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, like, that's a problem. I feel like at this point, you're not respecting me. And yeah. then it, be, it, it started to become like a a continuous thing. And so um, the laws in Tennessee do state you can whip your child <laughs> from, the, from the waist down. So I did it. I did. So, you know, that's the only reason I had to get online to let Tell her know. Like, I, I, you know, in some way, I need to, I don't want to be scared, really scared of my mom, but intimidated yeah. of me. You know what I mean? Because you get to a point where you like fit yourself and you're like, oh, well, I can take her. I saw Milani, if you want to fight yeah. in the box, we can throw that out. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make it roll, that's what you can do. Hey, so, yo, that's real. <laughs> but I, I did it. I, I do. The other day, I said, no, I fight kids. Like, no, yes, period. That's, that's not a lie. No, I will. If a, a child want to act like they a whole adult, come yes. on. Come on. That's yeah. what I told her. Bring so, the energy. so she, um, so we, we have been dealing with that. This was like maybe a month or two ago. So recently she had went to her dad's and I was like, this is time that's needed because yeah. we need mm -hmm. to like separate, you know, separate because then she needs to start appreciating what I what I do for her, or Absolutely. you know what I mean? She needs to start appreciating these things. So let me just take. We're gonna take about a week, and she went with her dad for a week, and she came back, and it's it's been great, and I pray it continues to go great. If not, I got some set up, y'all. ATL <laughs> ATL just premiered. Have, I don't know if y'all seen it. Atlanta just came on. Atlanta, the new season of Atlanta just came. Oh on. yeah, the yeah, new yeah. episode that's on there. Y'all gotta go watch it. If y'all kids is bad as heck. Let them see that first. Was the first? It was the first episode. Let them see mm -hmm. the first episode, y'all, because it's a it, y'all just gotta see it. I want. I want to tell. I want. I want to tell. But don't tell it. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let Milani add up. I'm gonna put that episode. I'm gonna put it on right on the on the screen in the living room. I'm gonna put it on there for her, and she gonna sit. I don't forget if I gotta take her down to the chair. She gonna sit there. Oh, and I, will, I will strap her down to that chair. She's gonna sit there and watch that entire episode. No, we so do not great. promote child. Exactly. Abuse. No, child abuse. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> Gigi. We are not so, but yes. we get what you're saying, Gigi. She gonna watch Listen, it. You gotta, you gotta do that for kids. Well, thank God she don't have ADHD. But yeah, <laughs> that is our. Uh, no, we don't condone child abuse. Well, I don't abuse. I don't abuse. Melania is well taken care of. Melania just literally came in here crying because the wall fell into her face. Yeah, like, and then she's like, <laughs> "But I want lasagna," so I gave her lasagna. So I'm just like, "No, nah, like y'all, Melania is well taken care of. Absolutely, well yes. taken care of." Um. Mm -hmm. But that anger thing, like what you're talking about, that's so true because that doesn't stop, like as bad as it may sound, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't stop because some people, somebody's your child. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, that's where a lot of people like have to understand, like you gotta, before, a lot of people need to consider themselves lucky if they haven't had kids and they're older. 
You see what I'm saying? Because that gives you a chance and an opportunity to kind of deal with your shit first. Because even though we may have good intentions and say, okay, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. In the moment, you react. Yeah. And you don't think about it until afterwards. And you like, fuck. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that whole anger thing, like I absolutely when when they were first born, I didn't even realize I had so much anger mm-hmm. until... You know what I mean? Like until like, like once they got a little older, maybe not even older, like maybe four or five, and I was like, "Yo, Ish, what the fuck?" Yeah, and I was dealing with so much. You know what I mean? I was dealing with getting out of um, a toxic relationship, and they had, and that was another thing too. Back to what we was talking about, we were. I was in a toxic relationship with two young children, mm. and I didn't want them growing up thinking that was normal. So, you know what I mean? So it was it left me in a place where I was always on defense. And I didn't even realize how angry and how hurt I was until I started to actually healing. And I was like, damn. And then, and you know, and that's when it tra- I transitioned into a different mom. Um, but that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like two of the most pivotal things in your life you'll ever go through is you either going to get married to somebody or have a child. And if you're going to do those two things, I encourage, encourage, encourage you to get therapy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I do. Because there's so much shit that you don't, that you don't remember. There's so mm-hmm. many ways that you react. There's so many things that trigger you that you don't know that once it happens to you and it, it, you know, it's your child that triggers you, you can't treat your child like they're a person on the street, like just some yeah. random person on the street. So you yeah. got to have some type of other way to deal with that. And if you don't have that self-control you're going to find yourself in a bad situation you said i'm saying or either your child not fucking with you because Mm -hmm. you was treating them a certain you know what i mean a certain type of way when you really yeah and you were just doing your best and no one's negating the fact because all of us are doing our best sometimes your best you have to do better yeah yeah so that's a fact and i mean i'm even i don't have children but coming from a single parent household Mm. and realizing you know as I got older there was a lot of different things that uh my you know my parent wasn't mm-hmm. able to exactly pinpoint and talk about and understand you know their childhood traumas because they refused to look at those things mm-hmm. acknowledge those things and as I got older I realized I was like wait a minute yeah, the way that she was with me, or the way that you know they were with me, is is because of how they were raised exactly. and how they were yeah. parented. You know, yeah. and so sometimes you have to get to that point where, you know, come to that that slight medium that, you know, it's not all on them. But then at the same time, it is because if you just address what yes. needs to be fixed and changed, then, you know, the outcome will be different. Be different. Our relationship yes. will be different. Your parenting Absolutely. will be different. How I respond to you will be, be different, different, you know, and, but you have to come to the, as you said, what you say, Aisha, come to the carpet with the situation yeah. and yeah, accept exactly. the fact that, you know what, what I'm doing right now may not, it's not going to be beneficial for their well-being as they yeah. become an adult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, being grown up and mature enough to handle that and that doesn't mean because i know a lot of our parents are a lot older than the average you know age group right now for parenting Mm -hmm. but a lot of them have been kind of 
I guess been on a, a, a place of where they have to figure things out on their own. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. they're not accepting the fact that, dang, well, I did this in my past because I know sometimes they may feel that it may be too late to apologize or maybe too yeah. late to be like, you know what, what I did, you know, as a, as when you were a child, you know, that was messed up and I apologize for that. But it just comes to that point where they have to grow within themselves and understand mm-hmm. that we as children understand that you are human, but yeah. also we also have to understand that what you did or said can be hurtful. And yeah. there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with apologizing to somebody that's younger, younger than you and stating, and stating that you are wrong, you know? And so um, I know a lot of people are just, can be in that, that have that old school mindset. Yeah. Well, I did what they, I did and they'll move on. Uh, no, well, that shit sticks with you. Yeah, yeah. just don't that be. Shit sticks at, with you. And that's why a lot of people now. I've and they're not just, you know, well, I've just heard from other different parents that they was like, oh, my child doesn't come around me anymore. They only come when they need to wash clothes, or they, you know, they don't yeah. even talk to me or whatever. Because there are some things that they probably one don't want to address with you, or mm-hmm. if they feel like they do address it with you, you're not yeah. gonna see where yeah. you messed up you at yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying and it that you have to work on those relationships if you want it to be peaceful if you want it to grow and flourish but everybody has to come to the carpet and accept the change that needs to happen so you can have a healthy relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree like yeah. I'm I'm extremely close with my mom I am but when I was going through high school and even afterwards, me and my mom are so much alike. We would bump heads all the time because we are so much alike, but different events and different things led up and we end up bonding. Um, And since then, like she, she's become my best friend, but that's a hundred percent accurate. You got to bring that stuff forefront to the table. People got to be open. Like if you know, as a mother, you may have made mistakes and you know you made mistakes, be real about it. Hey, listen, I made mistakes. I'm sorry. I'd rather keep my child Milani than, you know, hold my pride or whatever I'm feeling to, you know, not be open to how she feels or what, you know, like I, I don't want her to ever feel like, you know, I can't talk to my mom. You know, she may get upset. Like, or you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she'll even tell me about her little crushes and stuff like that. Like, she's open enough. Sometimes it makes me cringe. I need more mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, okay, stop. For, <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, that's, 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 that's 100% accurate. I agree. You definitely be open. And I think another, I think another thing too is that People like I think Michael was saying that uh, people think it's too late to apologize. It's never too late. Mm-hmm. I was just seeing something the other day of oh, I can't remember where it was, but this girl was like, she was talking about you know how her dad wasn't in her life and or whatever, and she said, and he feels like it's too late. And I think she's maybe in her forties or almost fifties, and she was like, if he only knew, if he just would take accountability for what he did Ooh. and apologize to me. I would be more receptive to him. More open. More Mm -hmm. open, exactly. And people, like, people get stuck in their own, like, they get stuck in their own hurt and their, you know what I mean? And even stubbornness. And they're like, I'm not apologizing to them. You're a grown child. You should be reaching out to me. No, because at the end of the day, you're still the child. You're still the parent. Yep. I don't yeah. care how old you are. You are still the parent. Man, you better right? speak, Aisha. Man, I'm you. <laughs> and, you have to, and you have to lead by example. Even yeah, yeah. if you're older, like even if everybody's grown out the house, got their own family, 
that little child still lives in adults. Like we yes. all have a inner child. And oh we're my all, gosh. We're all longing for that love and that acceptance. And just for you to just apologize. Now, granted, if you've done all you can do truly. Yeah. And there's nothing happened after that, then guess what? Now you just let them know, hey, whenever you're ready, my door is always open for you. I'm going to always yeah. be here for you. I don't know. Some people may have closed them doors. No, 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 I, no. I'm just saying yeah. if like if you're the parent and you've, you've okay, actually okay. done, yeah, and yeah. you've done, but that's what I'm saying. That's where you kind of got to let it go then because you you did your part. Yeah, mm-hmm. you I can't change the past. I'm sorry. I did my part. Now, if you're receptive, we can try to rebuild from where we are now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you don't, then it's sad to say there's nothing else I can do. You yep. see what I'm saying? But my thing is a lot of people don't even take that step to do that. Yeah. Right. They they just want to forget it. They want to put right. it in the damn and they back pocket and never look at it again. And it's like I'm like I said, I'm left to pick up the pieces. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm left with daddy wounds. I'm left with Correct. mom, you know, mommy issues and stuff like that. Correct. Yeah. And it's just like we gotta stop uh we gotta break the cycle, and that's yeah. really what it is. You know what I mean? Like you people talk about to generational it. curses, curses. Yes. They're not no like actual curse, like some witch doctor done put something on you. Right. Have your patterns that have been passed down yes. in generations. Yes. And somebody got to be like, you know what? Uh-uh, I'm not, we're not doing this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Most definitely, because I feel that like between, you know, my parents, I, there's certain things of when I become a parent and I have my own family and there's things that I'm going to, use that they have shown me but it's some things i'm just like nah yeah that's going in the garbage like yeah, that is yeah. because yeah even though i've turned out you know okay you know for the most part and some people are oh you turned out great i'm like ah. you know that's debatable because there's a lot of things that you know i have to deal with and people have mm-hmm. to deal with and their trauma that yeah. you know as you were saying aisha just comes up out of nowhere sometimes yeah your own relationships and um, you definitely described something that I dealt with with my paternal, my father. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we we had we tried to have that 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 connection again and try to bring back some things. But what I realized is that I, the child, should not be the one Pretty trying to ever. right trying, yeah. trying to bandage this relationship yes. with you know. I agree because the thing is, is that there are some things that I don't even know about. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. ask to be conceived by you. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask to, you know, come into a situation. So I didn't know certain things, but I was dealt a certain hand because of you all's traumas and issues that y'all had going on. So the things that I'm dealing with and the things and the disconnects, because once again, in our wonderful black families, we feel like the lack of conversation about a situation is going to go away and disappear. And that is not the case because you have to call, as you all will hear me say a lot, you got to call a thing a thing. If there are some things that that needs to be discussed or there's something that you all as parents has failed in, that's okay to discuss. That's okay to say, you know what? I messed up here or I've made the wrong decision. I didn't pick the right person to be your father. I didn't pick the right person to be your mother. That's on me. But you have to express that and say those things and hope be accountable for how the child responds. You know what I'm saying? And, and it sucks because a lot of parents really don't see those things. And they're just like, uh, well, 
it was your mama's fault. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Was your, it was your daddy's fault. What? That is not that. Who? Yeah. When is what that got to do with you? Correct. Like, mm-hmm. what does that have to do with me? I didn't make that decision. I didn't tell y'all to do whatever. Yeah. Bring me into this world. You all did not go through the proper channels to make sure that this would be a healthy environment on mm-hmm. all, in all aspects. True. And so it's. It sucks, but it's real life, you know? Yeah, it is. That's 100% accurate. Goodness. That is, that is, ooh-wee. I remember the first time, I'm just like, I remember the first time I started realizing that, you know, people in my family, um, was basically like, you know, my other family comes first, you know? Yeah. And that's period. That's, you know, that's how you feel. Oh, well, you know, if you feel mad or whatever about it, oh, well, you know, this is, this is what it is. You know, I'm gonna try to see if we can have a relationship. And then it's like, you don't, you're not, you know, you're not trying, I'm trying, you know? So yeah, yeah. that stuff, it, that definitely hits home. I remember the, I remember the very last time I specifically spoke with a certain person and I just was like, I just want you to tell me that you love me as much as you love your children, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, and that we can work on it and you'll take the time. And he's just like, you're putting me in a corner. I can't tell you that. I remember letting out these status cry. I can hear the little girl me cry. Like mm-hmm. I can Hello? hear her come up. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I could I could hear her wow. come up. So that was the last time I knew from there. I said, you know, I started cleansing people out of my life that just were were not healthy for me. Yeah. And this was even this is up to yeah. recently, specifically the end of last year. I was I went through a lot of stuff the end of last year. So that was one of the things God had to release me from. Yeah. You know, and so I, you know, I'm just like, okay, God, I'm I'm released from it. I'm not I can't let that keep holding me back, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to have a relationship with somebody that really want one, but they don't want one because they got all kinds of other stuff going on. They got this, they don't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> yeah. So I that definitely I I poof, I know yeah. where that's coming from. That's definitely a real thing, and um hence why I I wrote my my book. That's currently on Amazon, by the way. Positive handwriting affirmations for you. Yes, that book is so um, good, y'all. It's on Amazon. Y'all need to go get it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, but no, but that as is that book, the the vision, the idea to write that book really came when I was going through a healing moment at, of my inner child. And mm-hmm. it, it really um I, I had the idea, and then I was just like, yeah, okay, but Honestly, the goodness, the affirmations that are really in that book is really what my inner child needed. Yes. When I was growing up. And it's not to say that I grew up in a, you know, crazy toxic environment. But the thing is, you have to, I feel like as a parent, even though, like I said, I'm not one, but I do have that maternal instinct of what I would want my child to to experience. So Mm -hmm. if, you know, if you constantly want to build up a, a little person and to become a grown you know grown functional respectable and a honest adult you have to speak life into them you have to create those affirmations and those words to actually grow they're like seeds so every word that you Mm -hmm. may say it's a seedling that 
may that may or may not flourish but at least you try at least you said those right positive things that can guide them in the right direction and if there's going if they are going through something they can go back to that and be like you know what i remember as a child mm-hmm. my mom said i am invincible i am courageous mm-hmm. and they yes. think about those building things. the self-esteem correct you build yes. that self-esteem you building that that i'm that victorious attitude as an adult because there's a lot of adults that are so broken Mm-hmm. from shit that they deal, dealt yes. with as children and they still refuse to deal with them yeah. and, so, and they don't know yeah. where to turn to whether it's a scripture or whether it's an affirmation because those things were not you know given to them mm-hmm. easily you know what I'm saying why does a trauma have to happen for them to turn to God or why does a trauma have to yeah. happen for them to realize oh this is an affirmation that can get me through no yeah. you should already be given those things to your child right now and so as i was creating the book i was speaking for my inner child and for any other child that may you know feel like they may need it or even though they may not think that they need it right now at least i had a part in making them feel seen yeah absolutely Yes, that that book is the truth. Milani loves it. It's funny when she reads it because she reads it with so much joy, you know, Aww. like those affirmations she does, and I'm just like, you know, I have I went, I went on Amazon and put a review on there, and I'm just like, you know, those are for good days and bad days. Yes, you know what I mean. Like you got to yes. use that book for your kids, especially for bad good days. And bad days. Yeah. yeah, especially bad days. Yeah. Yes, and, and and it's not like I said, and it's not just for the kids. I also. Right wrote some of those things for adults too who have that that wounded inner child mm-hmm. and you know i have them hit i got affirmations on my mirror right now to things that to keep me going to keep my mind in a good place to encourage the things that you know even though your situation looks funny and it looks like trash but it's not gonna always look like trash you know what yeah. i'm saying it's gonna continue to you know it can flourish slowly but surely so um but yeah everybody yeah most definitely and i um you know therapy and just talking nicely to yourself is definitely the way to go you know what i'm saying and finding those tools and reading whatever you have to read your word the open the bible app journaling um i did a uh a video uh therapy session on myself because i know i haven't done one in a while but for some reason, when I do the, my video diaries, they, you know, help you put pieces together and help you talk to yourself. And I'm actually talking to my future babies, my future kids, my. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember and, you started that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just really just talking to them. And, and also it brings, as I love saying this, it brings me to the carpet. It makes me. <laughs> it makes me put things in perspective because whatever you are doing either as a parent or want to be a parent the decisions that you make is going to affect someone else yep mm-hmm. absolutely and if i'm not putting myself in the right place at the right time or doing the right things or doing the work then what do you what kind of environment are you setting up for them when mm-hmm. they do show up yeah exactly you know what i'm saying so yeah, man, you got to do what's best for you and what's best for it. See the bigger picture, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Do the work, people. Do the do work. The, do the goddamn work. Exactly. Do Shit. It. Do it. Do it. 
right. All right, y'all. So this has been uh, a great, great, great episode. I hope you got some out of it. Please share, subscribe, and follow and pass it on to the next person who may need it, who needs to hear it. Uh, leave your comments on our IG page, Polite Ratchetness, and just be uh, talk to us, man. We like to hear from you all, and we like to see how our episodes have impacted you all. So I am Micah. I'm Aisha. I am Gigi. All right, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.